You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to all of our newest listeners on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio. And today, for the first time, our newest viewers and listeners on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network YouTube channel. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, helping you win your leagues and win that Cash. We do it every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And I'm joined by my man, the bounty hunter, Chris Bovona, on the ones and twos. He's keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And we got a great show for you on a Monday. If you don't know, what we've been doing is we have been going team by team, getting ready for fantasy football drafts and the NFL season. We have finished going team by team. So now we're going to flip it up a little bit and we're going to go position by position. Today we're starting at the quarterback position, I'm going to give you some diamonds in the rough that you need to target along with my overall quarterback philosophy, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We also had preseason week two. We are getting into the time of the preseason where you start to really need to start to pick up on some of the things the teams are doing, some competitions, whether it be at the quarterback position or at the running back position. There is absolute news that you need to know before your fantasy football drafts, for example, They named a starting quarterback in Denver today. I'm going to tell you who it is, and I'm going to tell you what it means for their wide receivers a little bit later on in the show. Also, whether you've been watching or listening to the Fantasy Freestyle all summer or not, it has been a great time to catch up. We have been doing an entire bracket to crown the greatest sports movie of all time and we are up to the final four. I am very excited so we got a poll up right now at FNTSY Radio you could always catch me, ask me questions or follow me at Spittin' Speeds as well. We have the Cinderella of the tournament which is Varsity Blues, the seventh seed in the football region, advanced to the final four. It is in a semi-final matchup tonight with number one seed and actual Oscar winner Rocky who will advance the greatest sports movie of all time championship will the Cinderella story continue the other question I have for you because like I said we're going to be discussing my quarterback diamonds in the rough so the question is which quarterback will most overperform their current ranking is it Ben Roethlisberger is it Carson Wentz is it Matthew Stafford or is it the unranked Chad Henney who I personally believe will be the starting quarterback for or the Jacksonville Jaguars. Remember, I told you that on Friday. And while the official news hasn't come out, beat reporters are saying that there's a 50-50 share of snaps with the first team. My man Chad Henny Alavodka may be snatching it from Blake Bortles. We got a lot to discuss right now as we drop stats over beats. It is the fantasy freestyle. Dane Martinez, your boy, speeds the spitting statistician, holding you down on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Network YouTube as well. Holla at your boy. Let's go. 
quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also on the Fantasy Sports YouTube channel, I got my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, giving you a little big L as we come back. My whole cool while, you know what it is, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Monday. For now, all of our uh, newest viewers, I want to tell you a little bit about how we get down in the show. First thing we do here in our first segment, I give you my top five dead or alive segment. These are stories that I'm interested in that I think are really the headlines that may have some legs. But we first start with news and notes around Major League Baseball and the National Football League. We were doing a little Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders these days in that time where the NFL and Major League Baseball overlap. So in Major League Baseball, the Twins have placed third baseman Miguel Sano on the disabled list because of that shin injury. He left Saturday's game, still has not come back, wanted to see if he can get back. They are going to put him on the DL basically to kind of like save him from himself. But you remember, the DL is only 10 days now, so a lot of teams are using that manipulating the disabled list as a roster tool. Keep an eye on Miguel Sano. Rangers third baseman Joey Gallo, he may be in the concussion protocol if this was the NFL. He had a collision. They're still, you know, he's everything is supposedly checked out okay, but you may want to take a wait-and-see approach on Joey Gallo to see when he comes back into that Texas Rangers lineup. Also, a note on national shortstop Trey Turner. It sounds like he is going to start a rehab assignment at AAA Syracuse. Remember, he has now been out for a couple of months after uh, with that wrist injury. It looks like he might be back for the Washington Nationals by the weekend. It's funny, even after missing two months, he is still the fourth-rated shortstop in, in all of fantasy. As we go to the NFL, though, Interesting. Some news and notes there. And they circle around hamstring issues. Remember at the beginning of the baseball season how everybody had hamstring injuries? Well, it looks like the same thing at this point in training camp. A lot of hamstring injuries. For example, Jets running back Matt Forte. They are now saying he is not definite for week one. He has a hamstring injury. I would watch this situation closely. I think this is going to wind up being Bilal Powell's running back room. Because if you're Matt Forte... Right, and you're an aging veteran, why would you rush it, your hamstring, for a team that by all accounts is tanking? I don't think Matt Forte is going to play much this year for the J-E-T-S. I think it's going to be all boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow. In Detroit, Lions tight end Eric Ebron, he is still out with a hamstring injury. He's not practicing this week, and, you know, he's been a guy 
that a lot of people think is going to have a breakout campaign. Well, if he misses the majority of training camp, building that rapport with Matt Stafford, figuring out how to be an improved weapon in the red zone and on third down to take away all the opportunity that retired Anquan Bolden used to have, then he needs to get on the field. Speaking of retired Anquan Bolden, you may be like, yo, Speeds, you got it wrong because he signed with the Buffalo Bills. No, no, no. Then you are clearly not up to date because Anquan Bolden has once again retired from the NFL after a two-week stint with the Buffalo Bills. I was telling you this was not a good fit. He was saying he wanted to play for a contender and he wanted to be down south. I don't think the Buffalo Bills check either one of those boxes. I bring this up, though. Because now that Anquan Bolden is gone, now that they traded away Sammy Watkins, that means that the rookie Zay Jones needs to shoot up your draft board, okay? I know guys on the Fantasy Sports Network, guys like Matt Modica and guys like Mike Florio, they have been high on Zay Jones for a while. It looks like all the other options there are no longer in Buffalo, so Zay Jones may be the answer. Even Jordan Matthews, who they traded for, has a chest injury. He is weak. To week. Uh, the Broncos, as I mentioned, named their starting quarterback, and it is seventh round draft pick Trevor Simeon out of Northwestern. This is an interesting signal because it means that Paxton Lynch, the first round draft pick, who they like and who they want to grow and become the starter, is not ready yet. So Trevor Simeon is kind of your, um, you know, he's kind of your game manager quarterback he's not the home run guy but uh doesn't have the arm strength but he's good enough to start for the Denver Broncos also in something that I've been talking about all last week when we profiled the AFC South and on Friday show after that ridiculous preseason game that Jacksonville was in last week beat reporters for the Jaguars are now saying that down at camp the reps are being split 50-50 from Blake Bortles and Chad Henney to be the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've told you once, I'll say it again. Chad Henney is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars and I bet you that news comes out the day after their next preseason game this week. All right, I also want to talk to you guys about some of the uh, most important, what I think are takeaways from week two of the preseason last week. There are a couple of games I want to key in on, on my top five dead or alive, that I think are important things to note. And we start in the game that was the Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to tell you here, if you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you hear guys like Jake Seeley, you hear guys like Joe Pisapia, you hear guys like Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. You've probably heard that Dalvin Cook is shooting up draft boards. Well, against the starting defense for the Seattle Seahawks, which is pretty robust, he had seven carries for 40 yards. He also had a 10-yard reception. This against the first team. I'm here to tell you that Dalvin Cook is worth it. He is shooting up draft boards for good reason. I think he's going to be a true stud and a three-down back for the Minnesota Vikings this year. Remember, Latavius Murray still coming back from that ankle injury. Also on Minnesota, you know who else was impressive against the Seahawks' first-team defense? Stephon, can you dig it? Four catches for 65 yards, and this was like in the first couple of drives against the Legion of Boom. Granted, they were attacking second cornerback, not Richard Sherman. But Stephon Diggs has incredible breakout potential, especially in PPR leagues this year. On the flip side, Eddie Lacy 
who I who I uh, call Feast Mode, the guy who's trying to replace Beast Mode in Seattle, but uh, needs to make weight in order to get fifty thousand clauses. Their clauses are in that contract because Eddie Lisi and his Chinese food are in fact Feast Mode. He was unimpressive. If you wanna, if you ask me, he was not looking good. Went six carries for twenty yards. That's an average of about three and a half per carry. I think Thomas Rawls should shoot up draft boards a little bit. I do not trust Eddie Lacy to strangle this job. I think Thomas Rawls will be part of a committee. And to be quite honest, with the impact of the offensive line that happened last week with George Font getting injured, tearing the ACL, being out for the year, the Seattle Seahawks offensive line is an issue. I don't think Eddie Lacy is the right fit of a kind of back there. The other one point I do want to make about this game. You know I've been talking about the National Anthem, and Michael Bennett was outspoken about this. Well, in this game, the center, Justin Britt, was over there with him with his hand on his shoulder as a move of solidarity. Remember, Chris Long did the same thing in Philadelphia earlier on in the week, and it's going to be interesting to see how the narrative shifts, if at all, now that white players are also supporting their African-American teammates who take this stand during the National Anthem. Just something to look at as we continue to talk here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I mentioned to you in that Denver-San Francisco game, Trevor Simeon has been named the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. He went 8 of 11, okay, threw a touchdown pass for 93 yards. Paxton Lynch had three scoring drives also, but here's the thing. He only threw for 39 yards in 13 attempts. It was actually Simeon who was able to move the ball down the field. I want to talk about what I saw on the San Francisco side of things, though. Two things, guys that I have been talking about for a while on the Fantasy Freestyle. The first is Carlos Hyde. He ran with the starters, but he only had eight carries for 26 yards. I have been telling you, I believe Joe Williams, their late-round draft pick, is the actual back to own. This is a guy, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, the new regime there, they advocated for, went up to get Joe Williams. I don't think Carlos Hyde is the fit. If you're having your fantasy football drafts this week or this weekend, I'm telling you, fade Carlos Hyde. He is a fantasy fugazi this year for the fantasy freestyle. I do not think he's a guy you need. I think by the end of the season, it's going to be Joe Williams that's the back to own for San Francisco. Also, a big shout out to my guy, tight end George Kittle. This is a guy a deep, deep sleeper, but he did have an impressive touchdown catch. Had three catches for 33 yards. I liked that as well. A couple more games that I want to talk about. This Kansas City-Cincinnati game. Patty Mahomes, man. Patty Mahomes was accurate. He was making throws on the move. He pushed the ball downfield. Had two touchdown passes. And again, this is the kind of situation the Chiefs are in. They have Alex Smith, who's like that elite game manager if those even go together elite game manager but the Chiefs were the two seed last year the two seed for a team that couldn't get past an average Pittsburgh Steelers defense to get to the AFC championship game I think there's growing buzz that the Chiefs have maxed out their potential with Alex Smith under center keep an eye on Patty Mahomes on the other side for Houston listen I know Deshaun Watson was once again exciting. He had a rushing TD, but he was only 3 of 10. It should be Tom Savage that starts. I know DeAndre Hopkins wants Tom Savage to start. I think Tom Savage will be the starting quarterback. He went 8 of 9 for 98 yards and a touchdown. I don't think this is a real competition to start the year. Tom Savage will be under center for the Houston Texans, in my opinion, when the season starts. Hey, listen up. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, okay, we're going to do a couple 
couple things, but we're going to get back right after this. There's heroes and there's legends. To the followers of his fantasy advice, he is known as the king. To the fantasy sports industry, he's a respected colleague and a friend. And as a representative of the FSWA Hall of Fame, it's his royal responsibility to share his stories of fantasy sports glory with the world. On the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Scott the King takes his throne with celebrities, athletes, and like-minded legends of the industry. Together, they share stories of how fantasy sports changed their lives lives and give advice to you so you can be on your way to creating your own fantasy legacy listen to the fantasy hall of fame hour by going to fntsy.com slash radio and listen to all the fantasy sports radio networks award-winning programming for free in the itunes and google play stores fantasy legends are made only on the fantasy sports radio network heroes get remembered but legends never die Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, Speed's the spitting statistician, holding you down with my man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter. He's got a little fabo, F-A-B-O, bringing us back here as we drop stats over beats. Like I said, you can listen live on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, but now also we are streaming live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube channel, and we actually have someone that was watching on YouTube, has a question for for us right now. Hey, uh, Chris, let's bring in the watcher, the listener. I believe it's about, it's Demetrius has a question about Doug Martin. Is that right? Hey, how you doing? You're on Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, how's it going, man? What's going on? What's your question? Yeah, I just had a uh, quick question about uh, Doug Martin. I know he um, kind of impressed in a preseason game that he played. Um, I know he's going kind of late in drafts, maybe like seventh or eighth round in the mock draft that I've done. Uh, you think he'll be a good pickup, and also um, Jacquees Rogers. Is you think he's worth the pickup starting the um, first three games? Sure. Here's the thing: when it comes to Tampa Bay, and thanks for the uh, call, in Demetrius. Um, as you know, as you mentioned at the very end, part of the reason Doug Martin is is down on draft boards is because he is going to miss the first three games with that suspension, right? Yes, he's looked good, they say, in camp, but I'm hearing conflicting reports, okay? My man Jacquez, Pop Quiz Jacquez Rogers, is a guy who they are now saying may not relinquish the starting job if he looks good. So when you're getting a guy, like you said, in kind of the seventh round, I think there are other guys in that area, a guy like for example, Bilal Powell, who will be the unquestioned starter for the New York Jets. You have other guys in that range, guys like Danny Woodhead, who may still be available, who is a monster in PPR leagues. If even down in the seventh or eighth round, I'm looking for a guy who is going to be on the field. And with Tampa Bay, they are saying that he may not necessarily reclaim the starting job in Tampa after that three-game suspension. That's enough risk for me to stay away from Doug Martin's so I'm fading Doug Martin. Doug Martin will not be on any of my teams, especially at the seventh or eighth round. 
That's what we got there. So remember, that's Demetrius. I'm hoping that I'm helping him out. You can call him if you want at 844-843-6879. Demetrius asked about running backs, okay? And there's so many options, whether it's in Tampa Bay or otherwise. You know, you got to look for certainty. However, later on in your drafts, especially or in dynasty drafts, you need to look for guys that have some upside and that might be viable later on in the season or even for next year. Let me tell you about two guys real quick before we get to our quarterbacks let me tell you about two guys who I thought had great weeks and I'm actually cheering for these are guys I'm rooting for the first is in Pittsburgh I'm talking about James Conner this guy had 20 carries for 98 yards okay also had three yards in the receiving game so over 100 yards in a preseason game this is a guy who's overcome um, Hodgkin's lymphoma and a kind of gruesome ACL injury he is going to be the handcuff for Le'Veon Bell remember he went to Pittsburgh now playing for Pittsburgh the crowd is going to love him also remember Le'Veon Bell has that um, contract cloud hovering over him. James Conner might be the Steelers back next year, okay? And also remember what D'Angelo Williams did in the opportunity he had backing up Le'Veon Bell, whether through injury or suspension. I think James Conner is a very interesting stash late on in your drafts. Another guy is in the New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara showed signs of why the Saints brass went up and drafted him out of Tennessee. He had one ridiculous touchdown run right down the sidelines, another 22-yard catch. I feel bad for Kamara because they signed Adrian Peterson. In In essence, that is going to block Alvin Kamara, But in the future, watch out for Alvin Kamara, the rookie out of Tennessee for the New Orleans Saints. All right. Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle where we drop stats over beats. I told you we're shifting a little bit because fantasy football drafts are coming so quickly. They're fast and furious. There's even somebody right here at Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's. They're having their draft right now. So if you ever want to ask me draft questions, you can do that at 844-843-6879. You could also follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. I'll get definitely get back to you. But there are some quarterbacks that I think are diamonds in the rough. We're going to start with our quarterbacks, and we're going to go position by position over the course of the next couple of weeks. We're going to first do our diamonds, then we're going to do our fugazis, the guys that you need to forget about for the 2017 season. When I look at quarterback, first of all, let me give you my thesis on quarterback. You need to be the last guy or gal in your league to draft a quarterback. There is no reason to spend up for the Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Brees, the Tom Brady's of the world. The gap between the top four quarterbacks and the quarterbacks that are like 10, 11, 12 are not that big. You need to invest that second, third, fourth round choice not on a quarterback but on your wide receivers and your running backs at that stage of your draft. Here's why. The reason why is because I have for you a couple of quarterbacks that are going beyond number 12 in consensus rankings. So if you're in a 12-team league, everyone can have drafted their quarterback already. And based on the Fantasy Pros consensus rankings, you can still get these guys. Here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we look at the Fantasy Pros, their consensus rankings. It's a conglomerate of guys like Fantasy Football Calculator, CBS Sports, ESPN, Draft Wizard, and others, okay? So that's where I'm getting my rankings from. The first guy I want to talk about is Big Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben is going as quarterback 13, and he's going 94 overall. You can get a potential MVP candidate in Ben Roethlisberger this late. Remember, the last year that Ben had a full season, you know we actually tied Drew Brees for the most passing yards in the NFL with 4,952? That was in 2015. Then in 2000 and. 
2016, excuse me, that was in 2014. Then in 2015, he even increased his yards per game. He went up to 328 yards per game. The issue with Ben is that he's been injury riddled, okay, going into his like age 35 or 36 season. And I understand that. But this is why you're waiting on quarterback. You're waiting on quarterback so you don't invest that high level draft pick. You can go ahead and grab Big Ben. At this point of the draft, you can also pair him with another quarterback. So if Ben does get hurt, you have another viable option. But this is Ben this year. I think it could be the last ride, kind of like Ray Lewis. Remember, there's been talk about retirement out of Pittsburgh. But what he also has is all his weapons this year. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Martavis Bryant. If you believe Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are two of the top five overall players in fantasy this year, then why not take the aggregate of Ben Roethlisberger? If you believe Martavis Bryant is primed for a breakout and is a beast if he's played 16 games, then why not Ben Roethlisberger? I think he is an incredible value going at right now only QB 13. That's why, Chris, he's one of my biggest quarterback diamonds in the rough. Yeah, that's how we do our diamonds in the rough right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Another diamond I'm going to give you. We go to Detroit, and I'm talking about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is even behind Ben at QB14, going 109th overall, okay, as his ADP. I love Matthew Stafford. You realize that last year, Matthew Stafford was in the MVP conversation in the first half of the season. Then what happened? He injured his thumb, okay? That's that's understandable. He still has Jim Bob Cooter, my favorite offensive coordinator, at least the favorite offensive coordinator to say, throwing, you know, scheming for the Detroit Lions. This is still going to be a pass-first offense. There is no between-the-tackles back in Detroit, unless you're talking about ZZ Top, Zach Zenner, and I'm not. Amir Abdullah, a lightweight, Theo Riddick, a pass-catching back. They are going to throw in Detroit, okay? Compare to the kind of offensive scheme that Kirk Cousins has in our nation's capital in Washington. Both of these teams throw. Stafford and Cousins are liable to put up very similar stats. And however, you know, Kirk Cousins is going 80th overall as QB 10. Matthew Stafford going 30 picks later. I'll take Matthew Stafford and wait a little bit longer. Here's another guy I want to give you. Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. He's going as QB 17, 150th overall. I think this is incredible value at the at the quarterback position. People are talking about, oh my God, look at the new weapons that Jameis Winston got in Tampa Bay with like OJ Howard and Deshaun Jackson. People are saying, oh my God, look at the weapons Marcus Mariota now has in Tennessee. Talking about Eric Decker. And rookie Corey Davis. What about what Philadelphia did to support Carson Wentz? I'm talking about Alshon Jeffrey. I'm talking about Torrey Smith. I'm talking about LeGarrette Blunt. I'm talking about some of the other guys. They already have that chemistry with Zach Ertz. I'm talking about drafting Donnell Pumphrey to be the heir apparent to uh, Darren Sproles. I'm also talking about his Pro Bowl right tackle, Lane Johnson, being not suspended and on the field for all 16 games. I think Carson Wentz is ridiculous going at QB 17. He might be a guy. You can get two of these guys. Think about unranked guys. I've been telling you about Chad Henney down in Jacksonville. Remember when Blake Bortles had all that garbage time production for Jacksonville? Now what if an actual quarterback like Chad Henney has? And if you want a deep stash, 
Think about my man Patty Mahomes. I told you about KC. I could see a Colin Kaepernick situation with Alex Smith, just like in San Francisco, where late in the season, it's Patty Mahomes that is leveraging the deep threat of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, not Alex Smith. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Those are my diamonds at the quarterback position. Tomorrow... On the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to look at the flip side, okay? I'm not going to give you recommendations, but then not tell you the guys that you need to fade. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, we look at the Fugazis. That's the guy when I take my little jeweler, you know, magnifying glass, I look a little deeper and I say, that guy, you need to forget about. He's a Fugazi, all right? When we come back, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and on the YouTube stream, we put the fun in functional sports radio as we look to crown the great greatest sports movie of all time we do all that and more when we come back dropping stats over beats it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network fantasy freestyle you heard the fastest growing fantasy sports radio network in the business featuring the FSTA award winning on target fantasy the fantasy sports radio network is the rookie of the year in the industry and it's only growing fantasy sports radio network at fantasy.com slash radio Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. You can holler at me want. You can holler at me if you want this hour at 844-843-6879. We had a caller earlier on, Demetrius. Big shout out to him. He was asking about Doug Martin. I'm off Doug Martin because, listen, if you hear reports out of Tampa, they vacillate back and forth between if Doug Martin will even reclaim a starting job with them instead of my man Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, Rogers. I was talking about some diamonds in the rough at the quarterback position. And like I said, we also got a poll question up right now. At FNTSY Radio on Twitter, of course, you could always follow me at Spittin' Speeds, ask me questions, or respond to the polls that we put up on the Fantasy Freestyle. I put up a couple of uh, quarterbacks that I mentioned who could be diamonds in the rough at the quarterback position. Right now, 50% of you think that Matt Stafford is the option to wait for at quarterback 14, who will likely outperform his current ranking. 24% of you think that there's value in Carson Wentz. 19% say Ben Roethlisberger, and 7% say Chad Henney. Remember, if he starts for the Jaguars, there's a lot of garbage time, and those points count just the same in fantasy football. I mentioned those guys, and I also mentioned the deep sleeper of Patty Mahomes in Dynasty Leagues. I got my man Chris Bavona, the bouncy hunter, with us here on the Fantasy Freestyle, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Hey, Chris, let me ask you guys. Uh, over there in the production room. What uh, quarterbacks are you kind of high on? Do you think any of these guys, Roethlisberger, Stafford, Wentz, are going to outperform their current ranking? So uh, Chris, uh, Chris, our video guy here, uh, likes Matthew Stafford. I personally, I don't know why everybody is so low on this guy, and we were able to, uh, the producers were actually able to get this guy in the 11th round of the GST League. We got Derek Carr. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Derek Carr for the Oakland Raiders. He's going to have Cooper and Crabtree and one of the better offensive lines for a team that many people predict will win the AFC West. Yeah, I have Derek Carr a lot higher in my ranks. I have him actually, I believe, as my QB6. I'm checking that right now. Yeah, I have him as QB6. Fantasy pros have him as their overall QB7 going in the seventh round. So if you got him in round 11, we like that. Right here on the Fantasy Freestyle, what we say is to be one of the last people to grab the quarterbacks because in your draft, Chris, it was Derek Carr who fell. It's going to be one of these quarterbacks that you can get, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's Jameis Winston, whether it's Cam Newton, whether it's a guy like Kirk Cousins or otherwise, and you're going to be happy with whoever it is. So I recommend that, and in your case, it was Derek Carr. So I like that very much. And you guys have time to keep voting on Twitter right now, at Spittin' Speeds. At FNTSY Radio. We got over 200 people voting on our poll. Remember, tomorrow, if you tune in, we're going to do the flip side, talk a little bit about quarterback fugazis. Those are the guys you need to forget about. But listen, I'm not the only person giving you fantasy advice here on the network. What you could also do, even if you're not listening, you can go to rotoexperts.com and get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package, okay? I'm talking the king, Scott Engel. I'm talking the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. I'm talking Brandon Murchison. I'm talking Frank Stanfill, Mike Florio. They give you a package bursting with all pro analysis. It'll take you to the title. And also, my man, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, he has the super premium package. If you go sign up for that, you get the fantasy executive Snapchat you could snap a Corey Parson, engage directly, get the most up-to-date updates on news, okay? And he even gave me a little deal. For all you guys listening out there and watching out there, you could enter the promo code DANE. That's right, D-A-N-E, and you'll get a special discount. But also here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we drop stats over beats. So why am I just doing a read for the product? Why don't you hear a verse that we got for the Fantasy Executive, how he keeps it hot like fire this year for Fantasy Freestyle. Check it out. It's that Roto Rhymes. Check it. Roto Ware. My dude Corey Parson has the industry on red alert. Similar to David Johnson when he gets a first. Woo! Every morning catch him on the Roto Experts with the dopest shirts on the whole entire network. Literally. The premium tips. Cause losing ain't an option. All we do is win chips. Even my bench dudes are getting TDs. See, I'm far from a saint, but this game is a breeze. Drew, that is. My team that underachieves is getting cut quicker. Bill Belichick sleeves. What? Is taking over the town. Strictly high stake leagues. No joking around. On the mic, I get open like Antonio Brown. At the end of every season, we'll be holding the crown. That's the chip, y'all. Yeah, that's Kevin Cashman. Big shout out to that RotoWare, Roto Experts, and my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. We're going to be giving it to you every Sunday morning for football season, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But Chris, as you know, here in the Fantasy Freestyle, we not only drop stats over beats, we put the fun in functional sports radio. And one of the things we've been doing all summer long is been working to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. And Chris, we have reached the final four. Our first semifinal has a one seed, Rocky, which actually won the Oscar for Best Picture in 1976. I know. And to be honest, 
given our kind of U.S.-Russia relations right now, it could be interesting to go rewatch Rocky Four. But I digress. Going up against what has to be the Cinderella of the entire tournament, the seventh seed out of the football region, which made it to the Final Four. I'm talking about Varsity Blues, which actually was Aaron Rodgers' favorite football movie as well. Um, listen, we've talked about how like Rocky spawns the franchise and how many they had, but honestly, Rocky Four—I mean, excuse me, Rocky Five, Rocky Six, Creed—they weren't that good. So I don't know if I'm voting for Varsity Blues or if I'm voting for Rocky. My man Howie Balaban out there—he says on Twitter. Furthermore, don't can we talk about the hook and ladder play at the end of? Varsity Blues and how it was a ripoff of a play in Little Giants, uh, the annexation of Puerto Rico. He's absolutely right. That play for Billy Bob at the end. So that's a good point. I know, Chris, you have been riding with Rocky. You think Rocky is going to win the entire tournament. So that means you got Rocky in this matchup, correct? Well, now I think that Rocky is going to win the entire tournament since the team that I wanted to win the entire tournament got knocked out in the baseball region. And by team, you mean movie, correct? Yes, I do mean movie. And I do. I am talking about Major League. I'm not upset about it because it did lose to a very worthy opponent in the Beast and the Sandlot. Wendy so really Peppercorn, happy. yeah. Yes, Wendy Peppercorn, yes. Uh, I, when it comes to Rocky, though, yeah, you're right. Rocky Five, not good. Rocky Balboa, not horrible. I personally liked Creed, but I can certainly understand why you would feel that that movie is not on the same level as Rocky 1, 2, and 3, or 4 for that matter. But just remember, Rocky did spawn. Rocky 2, 3, and 4, which I think are some of the best sports movies, hands down, of all time. So, of course, I'm going to be going for Rocky. Fair enough. Chris Pavona going for Rocky. My man Howie Balaban going for Rocky. Speeds the Spitting Statistician ultimately going for Rocky. I know some of you guys out there on Twitter are voting as well. Big shout out to Sweet Lee, who I know is voting for Rocky. But uh, two-thirds of you agree. Right now, 68 percent of the vote is in fact for Rocky to move on to the championship and be one of the two greatest sports movies of all time. We'll see if these results hold who they will face off against in the championship. For newer listeners, for newer viewers, the other side of the bracket is the champion of our basketball region, which turned out to be the three seed, White Men Can't Jump, and the champion of our baseball region, which turned out to be the four seed, The Sandlot. So we got a couple of big-time contenders that will be facing off later on in the week. The Sandlot and White Man Can't Jump for the right to what it looks like face Rocky in the final showdown to see who is the greatest sports movie of all time. Hey, Chris, one of the things I mentioned last week, because, you know, they got that show Hard Knocks going on, profiling the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It airs on Tuesdays. And last episode, what they had is they brought in Ed Hockley, the gun show, in one of their team meetings to talk about what would be a 15-yard celebration penalty, what would not? And I think it was really, really smart for them to do that, right? Because they got to know. And it was really interesting. Hockley talked about, quote-unquote, violent acts or sexual acts and even mentioned, like, the imaginary bow and arrow as a violent act that would, in fact, get flagged. Gerald McCoy... Stud All-Pro defensive lineman for Tampa was asking questions. He's like, what, is this okay? He was like doing a butterfly and a stinky leg and dancing. was like, is this too many pumps? You know about Antonio Brown when he celebrates. And it was joking about like where was the line. But I think it's really important. And I think it's a, qu- it's a question that we need to talk about a little bit here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I think if they're trying to loosen up the rules and not be the quote-unquote no fun league, this is a place they need to have a little bit of leeway. And, and Josh Norman mentions this as well. Josh Norman said a couple of weeks ago, and I quote, 
about specifically the bow and arrow kind of celebration, which a lot of people are doing these days. How come teens can shoot a cannon on the sidelines, can shoot muskets at Foxborough on the sidelines, but a player shoots an imaginary bow and arrow into the sky and it's a penalty? What do you think about that, Chris? Talk about Tampa Bay. They fired a cannon on the pirate ship for touchdowns. In, in, in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium, they fire muskets. That's real-life weapons and violence. Yet a player can do an imaginary throat slit or an imaginary bow and arrow, and that gets a 15-yard penalty. I think especially with the kind of racial politics that are going on right now in terms of violence, I, I think Josh Norman has a point here. This is the, the NFL trying to get it right, but still not understanding how they are viewed. I've been talking about how the NFL is tone deaf on player safety issues, on, on, on drug, marijuana, opioid issues, on race issues, and this is yet another way when you see it's okay for like you know the white guys in wig helmets to literally shoot guns on the sideline but you can't do an imaginary bow and arrow chris fair or foul in your opinion i think that's a fair statement by josh norman it's kind of a a, a, a catch-22 kind of a double entendre uh whatever you want to call it but um the only question that's come out that i've risen out of this is uh, i've told you that i'm supposed to be going to the Tampa Bay Giants game. Yeah. Am I a big dork for saying I am so excited to see that cannon go off? No, you're not a big dork for that. You're a big dork for other reasons that we'll get into on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, I got one more story. I want to put the fun in functional sports radio. It's about this New Orleans Saints training staff and a little medical malpractice. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds and Spitting Statistician. Let's go. Ooh, ooh! Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Yeah, live from Bedford-Stuyvesant, the livest one, representing BK to the fullest. Gax, I pull it. Bass is ducking when Big B bucking. Chicken heads be clucking in my back room. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, coming back on the Fantasy Freestyle where we drop stats over beats, and I give you everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash. For example, today I was giving you some quarterback sleepers that you can wait all the way to the end and still be real happy. For example, Ben Roethlisberger going at QB 13, Stafford at QB 14, Wentz at QB 17. Wait and get two of those guys, trust me, you can thank me later and remember me when you're filling out your 1099G at tax time with all that cash. Also, we had a poll question up because we are crowning the greatest sports movie of all time, and right now in the semifinal, 
69% of you think that Rocky should, in fact, advance to the championship. Hey, Chris, one of the things I was mentioning here is we put the fun in functional sports radio. In New Orleans, the Saints have fired their team doctors, okay? The orthopedics, Derek Jones and Misty Suri, they were fired after cornerback Delvin Bro was diagnosed with just a leg contusion. They said he'd be all right, you know, kind of like throw some Robitussin on and it'll be just fine. Yeah, instead he had a fractured fibula. And it's interesting, the Saints were looking to trade uh, Bro because they were frustrated with his injury history and his like inability to kind of recover quickly. And there were reports that his x-rays revealed that the uh, injury was a little bit more serious, okay? And they put it on the, they then put it on the training staff. These guys are going to be gone in New Orleans, but it's interesting because the NFL can't trade someone who's injured, okay? So now the, it's come out that Bro is in fact really injured. He has a fractured fibula, for God's sakes. I, I applaud the Saints for turning around and making this move. It's funny, the New York Mets with their trainer, Ray Ramirez, they could take a book out of this page from everything from Ryan Church to Matt Harvey to Noah Syndergaard how they've mismanaged injuries in New York, yet Ramirez still has its job. The case is not the same down in the dirty, dirty, down when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. What I want to do real quick as we close out this show is go around the league. There are some scores already in Major League Baseball. In the third inning, the Indians and Red Sox, and what I said on the DFS lineup block was going to be a matchup of some offenses scoring. They're already up 3-2. to two. That in the top of the third uh, Mr. Benatendi with his 18th home run of the season. We are scoreless in Atlanta for the Mariners and Braves. I think you still stack the lefties for Seattle tonight. Zip, zip in City Field in the third inning. Remember, I thought Taiwan Walker was a uh, guy you could have started. 1-1 in the third at A's and Orioles. Pirates all over the Dodgers in the bottom of the third at home 3 nothing. And that game in Chicago, the White Sox and Twins, is now delayed. That at the top of the eighth inning in the first game of the doubleheader, White Sox are up 7-3. to Like I said... Later on this week here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to cover the rest of the quarterback position. Some guys that I think are fugazis that you need to avoid. We'll look at the quarterback position on the whole. As you know, it is we are inside of a week for that Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. So we're going to talk about all the buzz, if there's any prop bets that I think you need to make that cash. So we're going to be doing that, and we're going to crown the greatest sports movie of, of all time. All that this week on the Fantasy Freestyle. Of course, thank you so much to everybody listening on TuneIn Radio, on on iHeartRadio, and also our newest viewers on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube channel. Remember, you can call in with your questions. Big shout-out to the caller today asking about Doug Martin. I personally am fading Doug Martin because I don't know what kind of the committee it shakes out to be after the first three games for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe we'll find out the answer on Hard Knocks, whether that be on tomorrow night's episode or beyond. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on right back tomorrow, 7 8 p.m. here as we drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.